Welcome to the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. This is the exclusive show for our team members, where it is all about the who, what, where, and why of this amazing show. But before we begin, here's some food for thought. Hello, my name is Dwight Edwards, and the title of today's message is Super Glue of Success. I love but love this quote by Abraham Lincoln. He said, I'm a slow walker, but I never walk backward. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln, perhaps the greatest president in American history, and also one of the most unlikely. Born in the backwoods of Kentucky, deprived of any significant schooling, he made his mark on American history through hard work, a quick wit, keen intellect, and most of all, a dogged, never-say-die determination to persevere. His entire life was a testimony to the power of relentless persistence. He suffered considerably more political defeats than victories, battled many bouts of deep depression, was ridiculed by opponents in both the North and the South, and never saw the real fruit of his labor. Yet history has more than vindicated Abraham Lincoln, and this nation owes an incalculable debt to this president who refused to play safe or throw in the towel. His record, however, isn't what you might expect. 1832, lost his job. 1832, defeated for legislature. 1833, failed in business. 1834, elected to legislature. 1835, Ann Rutledge, his sweetheart, died. 1836, he had a nervous breakdown. 1838, defeated for speaker. 1843, defeated for nomination for Congress. 1846, elected to Congress. 1848, lost renomination. 1849, rejected for land office. 1854, defeated for Senate. 1856, defeated for nomination for vice president. 1858, again defeated for Senate. 1860, elected president. Did you catch the box score? 12 to 3. 12 decisive defeats or heartbreaks against three victories. That means 80% of the major events of his life were setbacks. Think of it. If you knew that four out of five times you took the field, you were going to get flattened, would you keep suiting up? Fortunately for this country, Honest Abe did just that. His relentless, never-say-die, rugged determination to see things through to the very end is summarized best in his own words. I'm a slow walker, but I never walk backward. His law partner, William Herndon, wrote of him, Mr. Lincoln was a peculiar man. He was intensely thoughtful, persistent, fearless, and tireless in thinking. When he got after a thought, fact, principle, question, he ran it down to the fibers of the taproot, dug it out, and held it up before him for an analysis. And when he thus formed an opinion, no man could overthrow it. He was, in this particular, without an equal. Lincoln was not the brightest, most eloquent, or gifted politician of his day, but he overcame all odds by an exceptional work ethic and unrelenting perseverance. And so can we. Our flashpoint, a slow step forward is still progress. Press on, however slowly. Hey, go out, have a great week, and just take one more step forward. Hello, everyone. It is October 4th. Thomas Permel here, checking back in with podcast number 16. It is over. I know there's one certain fitness director who is somewhat relieved that it is October because it means the resort pool is closed for the season. 
and uh, we are operating on lab pool time only. So congratulations, uh, Blake, and your entire team on a great summer. Um, well done, and, and thank you, everyone. So uh, as usual, I always remind everybody, if you have not listened to the entire podcast, I mean, to all the previous podcast episodes, please do so, especially new employees. I encourage you to do that just to kind of get an idea of what this is all about and what we've talked about in the past. It's been seven months since we aired the first episode of the HRC Insider Podcast. And if you recall, I first asked you to email me at engage at HoustonRacketClub.com. Fully realizing email is no longer the preferred method of communication. It's just one of several steps that we are taking in our plan to implement uh, several other ways to communicate directly with me. So what's coming up next is a, uh, a comprehensive insider hotline for all staff where you can um, call in and, and check up on things or leave me a message and so forth. That's going to be introduced at uh, an upcoming employee meeting. I'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. The other one will be a text message system, which is probably going to be most popular because it's most convenient. So speaking of employee meetings, don't forget the great annual turkey giveaway. For those of you who did not know, every year our board, our members, uh, authorize me to give away a free Thanksgiving turkey to all of you in appreciation for what you do throughout the year. That's in addition to the annual Christmas bonus. So on November 26th, Safe to date, we will have our uh, fall employee meeting and we'll go over all the things that are important, give you your turkey, send you on your way, and um, talk about the upcoming holiday party as well. So the last podcast, um, I asked you to share, uh, to look at a video about civility, and I hope you really had a chance to look at that because, you know, it's all about how you treat people and how you want to be treated, not just think it's a great video to watch and it's just so important to the success of our team and our business. Uh, on to a great comment card I got. I will have a, this is, this is a new one because it's been addressed to everybody, but let me, just, let me just get right in there and read it. Thomas, I've been meaning to send you a comment card, so here it goes. I understand people submit comment cards on occasion. I believe most of them commenting on something good or bad regarding a certain team member event or club amenity. I am submitting my comment card and commenting on the entire HRC team. I will call it a global comment card. It may be a first. Yeah, yes it is. I want to say how much I appreciate everyone for the fantastic jobs you each do day in and day out. The club looks awesome and feels awesome because of all of you, exclamation point. I love your energy. I love your smiles. They brighten my day every time I am on campus. Please keep doing what you're doing. It is working. Many thanks to the entire HRC team. Four exclamation points. Sincerely, Paul Peacock. Thank you, Paul. I know you're here a lot. You keep your finger on the pulse and keep me on my toes and we appreciate it. So this comment card really means a lot to all of us. Thank you for taking, taking the time to do that. Moving on to welcome our new insiders, our new employees. We have Edwin Alvarakin in the kitchen. We have Elma Salgado, server, Christian Perez, server, Carlos Lohner, Morgan Miller in uh, fitness and pools. Patrick Chester, bartender, Katimu, 
Mogba, Kitchen, Tina Fam is back. Welcome back, Tima, uh, Tina, and uh, Kimberly Moreno. The milestone anniversaries we have this year, if you don't know, I usually recognize one years, five years, ten years, and so forth. Our first year at the Racquet Club, now completed by Kathy Capriel, receptionist, and David Perez in the kitchen. And we have one significant 30-year anniversary, and that's Maricela Padilla in the locker room. And you may also see a brief reference to Maricela in the raconteur. Did you know that today, in 1968, October 4th, 1968, the special in the grill was shrimp creole? How much do you think our members paid for that? That whole dinner was $3.25. And on Saturday, the steak night back then, our members spent a whopping $4.75 for a T-bone steak dinner. Those were the days. I tell you what, I thought that'd be fun to share. Remember, we have the Lovey Cup right around the corner, our biggest annual uh, tennis tournament honoring one of our most special members I spoke, um, spoke about at the last podcast is October 11th and 12th. And it will be a two-day member tournament. So please watch your areas, be member-ready and guest-ready, and do what you do best. The annual meeting of the voting members is on Tuesday, October 8th. It is always on the second Tuesday in October, based on our bylaws. And ask you to congratulate our new president, vice president, and secretary. Our new president is Alex White. Our vice president is Joel Phipps. And the new secretary is Carrie Dunham. Congratulations to all three. I look forward to working with them um, for during another great year, hopefully. So today's prize drawing day. Today we're giving away a $200 Pappas restaurant gift card based on your feedback. Thanks again for all of you who participated in the prize drawing poll on the HRC Insider Facebook page. And uh, again, if you haven't downloaded the trivia app, please do so. Cicely can help you with that. Lindsay can help you with that. I can help you with that. Uh, if you have questions. And of course, the Facebook group is uh, the best way to also stay engaged and get awesome prices too. We'll do the drawing in a little in a little bit. And the person that's going to help me with that drawing is someone that's just my featured rock star of this podcast because I've watched her since day one of my um, humble beginnings here at the Racket Club in September 2008. And I've watched her grow um, just immensely. She's become a leader in in her uh, position, and I can't um, say enough, and I'm so appreciative she's here. Welcome, Victoria Castillo, better known as Vicky. Vicky, welcome. Thank you. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm so glad you're sitting here in front of me so many years later, you know. I'm yes. really excited that you agreed to do this. It's so my first time in your office, new office. In a new office. Yes. Yeah? Well, that's a good occasion, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Tell everybody everything about you, where you're from, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, I'm from, from Mexico, San Luis Potosí. Um, How long have you been at the club? 15 years. So who hired you? Was it, was it uh, Winfried? Yes. Winfried hired you. Mm -hmm. Okay. How did you find the racket club? Because my sister works here. Yeah? Yes. So... Um, Maria, I remember yes, Maria. Maria in mm -hmm. the pastry. Yes. Yeah. How's she doing? She's doing okay. That's good. Yes. That's like my first year, my goodness. <laughs> okay. And you are you married? Yes, I am. For 21 years. Congratulations. Thank you. What's his name and how did you meet? 
his name is Juan Manuel. Uh-huh. He's from Chicago, Illinois. And I met him in Mexico. You know where my wife grew up? No. Chicago. Oh, that's good. See? <laughs> Every time I have a conversation, I find something we I have in common with everybody. You got four kids, right? Yes. Boys, girls? Three girls, one boy. Who's your favorite? My love. My Victor. <laughs> your Victor is your favorite? Yes. Do his sisters know he's your favorite? Yes, they, they always do. tell me, yes. Usually the girls are the dad's favorite and the <laughs> boys know, the yes. mom's favorite. Uh-huh. So you that's good. Why what makes him so special? Well, uh when I got married and I always told my husband, um, if we have uh, kids, I ha I want girls, like one girl. Uh-huh. So God gave me my first girl. Yeah. Then the second one, so when I had my two girls, I was like, now I, I want a boy. Yeah. And yes, when I know that uh, I was pregnant and it was a boy, I was like, the world changed for me like 100%. Sure it did. Yes. You know, my, my brother-in-law, girl number one, girl number two, girl number three, and then he stopped. He's like, I, you know, and he always... You always wanted a boy, so it's very blessed. Uh-huh. It makes no difference, right? I yeah. mean, that's what every dad says, right? But <laughs> I don't know. I, I have. Yeah. A, do you think I have a favorite? Uh, yes, I think I so. I do, but I only got one. So, I mean, <laughs> really, so anyway, you have a big passion for tennis. Yes. You play tennis? No, no, no. I play uh, basketball. Okay. Um, I think I got my notes wrong. I'm sorry. So basketball. You yes. teach basketball or you just play basketball? I just play basketball. You're pretty good? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Three pointers? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You play with your kids? No. No. Tell me again, how old are the kids? I'm sorry. Uh, it's 20, yeah. 18, 12, and 10. And the boy is 10? No, 12. Boy is 12, and the oldest is a girl. Yes. Okay. Good. Now, I know you just had a birthday. Yes. Yeah? Did you have a good, good time? Yes. Ce- celebration? Yes. Uh, yeah, just with my family. But just. Remember the one time... I was up in the kitchen and Jean showed up and gave you that big yes, bouquet of yes, flowers. Yes. I still have that picture. <laughs> that was on your birthday. Yeah. yeah. So you recently went to Columbia University. University. Could you talk yes, about that a little bit? Well, it was because my second daughter uh, got an invitation. She's a member of the NSHSS. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we went to New York so she can get her um, award. Okay. And she has uh, three more invitations. One is in um, Tennessee. Yeah. The other one is in Georgia. And the last one is in Sweden. In Where? Sweden. In Sweden? Yes, sir. Are you proud mom or what? I am. Yeah, you should be. Yes. Wow, that's congratulations. Thank you. That's a lot of discipline and hard work bringing them up. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you encourage your kids to get good grades and go to college. Yes. And you're worried about keeping your children where? On the right path? Always. Talk about that a little. What worries you? <laughs> there are other parents listening, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because um, um, I was the only uh, girl living with my mom in Mexico. So she teach me how, you know, had to do uh, right things, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to do the same with my kids because I, I want my kids uh, to be uh, good, good kids. Yeah. 
well, looks like they are. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Lindsay tells me in the script you have no secrets in the family. You Never. talk about everything. Everything. That's important. No matter what. Yes. Yeah. Helps you through the tough times. Yes. yes. And the good times. <laughs> right? Yes. So you're the second youngest of how many kids? Ten. Ten total? Yes. Okay. And um, the, the youngest is a boy, a girl? And a boy. A, and how old? Uh, 42, I think. Okay. So that's more than me. You know, we were six kids. Did you have the same thing too? Like somebody always argued with somebody? Yes. yes. Right? I think, that's, I think that's part of growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have my sister. Like we fight for everything. Yeah. But I still love her. You lost, <laughs> you lost your dad. You were very young. Yes. When I was two years old. I don't remember nothing about my dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very difficult for your mom, I'm sure, and your, mm-hmm. and your siblings. So back to basketball. You played in tournaments. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Brag a little bit. Come on, I want to hear. How did you do? Well, um, uh, they make like tournaments in my city. So I applied, and I did it. So I play. Yeah. yeah. So if I get you out on the racket, Houston <laughs> Racket Club basketball court, and no, 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 because that was like long, long time ago. Okay. So I don't think I. <laughs> okay. <still could. laughs> Got it. You go to church every Monday, and you have one vice. Yes. What's that? <laughs> well. Victoria's Secret. <laughs> But with no secret. Yeah, with no, no secret. With that, my kids. <laughs> it's ironic because your name's Victoria and you love that story. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hate what and you love what? I hate traffic. Well, yeah. And I love uh, peaches. Peaches. <laughs> well, you live in the right state. I mean, next to Georgia, Texas, got yes. some great peaches. Yes. You know, I showed up in Atlanta the first time I went to the wrong hotel because it was on Peach Street. Uh-huh. You know how many Peach Streets there are in Atlanta? I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> well, enough of that. So back to the club. The first time you came to the club, you worked in the kitchen, right? The grilled kitchen the for grill- two years. For three years downstairs. Mm-hmm. And then, um, let's see. When, so when, what year did you start? You remember? I asked you uh, earlier. 2004. 2004. So mm-hmm. I got here in 2008. And I remember you were downstairs. We still had a grill manager, I believe, and, and everything else. Yes. So then... Um, you work in a kitchen. Why do you love it, or or what is it about working in a kitchen? Because I see you now. You really love it. I do. Right? Mm-hmm. Why? I love my job. I don't know. You don't I know. I just enjoy every day. Like no matter what, I'm so happy to be in the kitchen. I've been trying to work in most of the stations, but this station that Chet put me now, I think is so excited for me. Yeah. And I really like it. Yeah, I know that it is not uh, like I'm not perfect or I'm not, um, I can say, ready for that. But every day, um, day for me. Struggle with that every day. Yes. Now, I remember you sat in front of me a long time ago in the old <laughs> office, right? Yes. Right after we hired Bo. It was mm-hmm. tough because he was a tough cookie. Yes. But he helped you, didn't he? A lot. How did yes. he help you? Well, he. I know he. He was like, you know, but Chapo, I love him, and I really appreciate how he teach me. Yeah. Like, he was, every chef is different, mm-hmm. 
but I think he was the one of the chefs who pushed me uh-huh. to get like um, more excited for the for the kitchen. You got so, a passion. Yes. You were just chopping onions. The next thing you knew, you were cooking. Yes. Right. He was in my office. He, we talked about you after you came to see me, mm-hmm. and he goes, "That girl doesn't know how she how good she is." That's what he said to me. Yeah, I still remember that. And so he moved you to banquets, and you hated that, didn't you? No, I love banquets. You love banquets. Yes. What is it you love banquets? Well, he gave me the opportunity to talk to people, to like be the not the like not the supervisor but a leader mm-hmm. and i like that mm-hmm. i like to talk to people and i like to how um people respond to me like mm-hmm. i really like that. Yeah. yeah then here comes the, the next chef and what's the first thing he does he moves you out of banquets don't remember me that because i still want to cry you <laughs> still want to cry do you hear that adam and so he puts you back in the grill yes you know and what he was my one of my fears for reals yeah i was like so scared when uh harvey yeah happens i was like oh no please i don't want him to move me but yeah yeah well we didn't have any banquets i know you know what the other option was yeah no 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 no, no. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we had to keep you mm-hmm. you're too good right <laughs> we had to let so many people go and but we hired a lot of them back that was a tough time for all of us wasn't it yeah um the first three days you were back in the grill you had a fan going Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing I heard because he was so hot. So hot. When? I think he was nerve. I was nervous. Yeah. I don't think it was like uh, uh, that he was hot. It was because I was nervous that I don't know what to do or yeah. I don't know. Anyone that's any good in their profession will go through that. You will panic because you have all that pressure on you and you think everybody expects you to be perfect and you and you just have to get through that and count on your on your on your chef on your fellow cooks and to get you through it and just speak up like you said with your family you talk about everything yeah you know and once you realize that it's it's okay right yes yes now everybody's asking you all the questions yes you know <laughs> when i walked past you and this was a few months ago and you were back to cleaning a beef tenderloin mm-hmm. you know I'm a, I'm a former chef, you know, you better not take off too much meat, right? And <laughs> yes. you were perfect. And I was like, wow, v- Vicky's on a meat station now. I know. Come a long way. First time, but yeah. yes. Because yeah. I think um, <clears throat> when I worked with uh, the first chef, it was different because he was like, um, I don't know if they think uh, that I'm not ready to work in the kitchen because when I start working here, he was like, I don't think you, you, you can work in the kitchen. And I asked him, why? Mm-hmm. He was like, because you're too little. And I'm like, but, but I want to learn. He was like, okay, okay. And he makes me cry one day because I don't know how to peel uh, asparagus. <laughs> wow. Well, we've come a long way, haven't yes, we? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's but, a great story. Yeah. Second chef. Yeah. I mean, amazing chef. Yeah. Yes. I miss him so bad. Yeah. But, yeah. and with this uh, chef, Adam, he's different, but I like him. Yeah. I like him. He can cook. Yeah. For sure. Teach yes. you a lot. Yes. So, high pressure means what to you? When you're under a lot of pressure, what do you, what's your advice? What do you do? I think he was. You kind of relax or you, uh, do you get yeah. nervous? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. 
Sometimes. I mean, you, you're putting out 500 meals in the evening mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that takes a lot. Yeah. You just stay calm and you just relax. Is that it? Yes. That's why everybody else is calm too, <laughs> right? Yes. So, Lindsay wrote down here that you said, I used to get very nervous by Thomas Promo. <laughs> I thought he didn't like me. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, that's not the first time I heard that. You know, no. and, the, and I remember the anniversary lunch. You remember, remember you when asked, I asked you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you asked me that. And then uh, uh, one of the grounds guys asked me that too. You said, sometimes I say good morning to you in the morning and you say nothing back. Mm-hmm. And I explained, yes. I didn't even hear you. Uh-huh, I remember. Remember, and then I said, just smack me in the forehead and say, hello, I'm over here. And right? Yes. It's all good now? It's better now. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on. <laughs> Are you still nervous? No. No more, right? Not anymore. Yeah. Everybody asks me that. Yeah. Upstairs, um, they ask me. So when you see Thomas, are you nervous? No. Yeah. No. Right. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, and uh, members used to ask Jean that they used to say. So how is it working? You know, for Thomas. Yes, yes, yes. Right, right. So I know how it is. <laughs> it comes with the name badge. It's okay. <laughs> so. Can you help me out drawing a winner? We are uh, giving a $200 gift certificate away for uh, Pappas. And we have quite a few names right here. So if you don't mind grabbing, um, let's shake these all up and grab one. And then just read the name out loud. That's good. Okay. Who is it? Okay. Carrillo. Oh, it's Kate Carrillo in the in the pro shop. Yeah, okay. awesome. Congratulations. That's <laughs> awesome. You just made a new best friend. Okay. So, so uh, running out of time. So in closing, uh, Vicky, what I want to ask you is, when you you know get up every morning, you come to work or even on the weekends, whatever. What is it that makes you tick? What motivates you? And what advice do you have for your uh, for your uh, fellow workers? I know that everybody says the same that my kids, but I'm gonna say it because my kids, they're my, like my, the special part to wake, to, um, wake up right in the morning and get ready to come to work and make sure that they're ready to go to school. Yeah. Well, you're their hero. I know mm-hmm. it. And I really want to congratulate you and thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And thanks so much for being here today, Vicki. Thank you. All right. Thank you for all that you do and engaging with the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. Let us know what you think. Please send us your comments at engaged at HoustonRacquetClub.com. That is E-N-G-A-G-E at HoustonRacquetClub.com. And when you do, we'll enter you in to win some great prizes. Have an amazing week, and now stay tuned for Thomas's Song of the Week. <laughs>